Have you all had an incredible weekend so far? It's such a gift to be able to come here and do this. Um, and the fact that we're streaming, you know, and that our family at home can join us in, how incredible is that? God has gifted us so much with being able to do this. I can tell you this, we, uh, we had planned to stream last year. We were doing that and uh, it just didn't work out. So the fact that it's happening this year, he's given us favor, given us a way. And it's really cool, right? You can go back and you can watch these moments that you are a part of. It's important that we walk away from this weekend understanding what we experienced and maybe just the taste of the goodness that, that we've experienced here. You know, we've done this series on worship and what that looks like throughout the Psalms. And we took in, we take these uh, seven words uh, for praise and we've been walking through them. Does anybody remember any of them? Toda, that was a good one. Yes. Yeah, can any, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's stick with this one. Can anybody tell me what Toda means? Thankfulness, yes. And specifically without answers, without uh, anything happening yet, we're thanking God in faith, right? That's something we did earlier. We took the time out to thank God in faith. But we wanna be intentional about the way we praise. When we read the Bible and we see the word praise, we should be looking, okay, what, what's happening here? How can I use this? How can I do this in my life? These words are active. What's another one? I heard tequila out there. Y'all gotta be careful. You gotta be careful with that one. Um, tequila, right? This is a spontaneous song of praise. And we practiced that this weekend, didn't we? It was really cool. Morgan was over here just singing kind of something that God had put on our heart. And then she sang it into the mic and we joined in with that. Isn't that cool, right? The Holy Spirit gives her this song, this melody in this moment. And she sings it out and we're able to join her. All 200 of us here in this room, we're able to combine our hearts together in praise, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. Give me another one. Barack. Yes, that was the favorite from yesterday. Uh, and what did that mean? To kneel, right? Yes. So it's this, this act of praising God in reverence to who he is, right? Respecting who God is, how much he is above us and how sovereign he is. And that can be physically on your knees. There's times when we read through the Psalms where they're physically on their knees. David's physically on his knees praising God. And sometimes it's just an act of his heart, right? Recognizing who we are in respect to who God is. What's another one? Halal, yes. When somebody says hi to you, you can respond with halal. This is my favorite one, you guys. This is, it was just, our praise erupted. Um, the other day, Saturday, was that yesterday? The weekend's running together, right? Our praise just erupted with halal, this, this act of praise that is just ridiculous, right? That somebody sees you and you're halal and they're just like, oh man, that, that guy is on something. <laughs> and we talked about how David in the presence of God was just beside himself dancing and 
how people sometimes can judge that and they can look at you in these moments, maybe even times of corporate worship like this when we're just beside ourselves and we're jumping up and down, getting sweaty because we are just so excited for who God is and what he's done. And people might judge you for that, but you know what? Your heart is connected to God and nothing else matters in that moment. Are you with me? There's also yada, right? And that was the one that we spoke um, the first night. And it's this act of lifting our hands, right? Extended hands to the king. And I love the thought of, man, when this, this word was created and, and these moments were created, because we look at, you know, maybe some of you have been church, maybe some of you, this is new, and this is your first time seeing people raise their hands in corporate worship. But at some point, somebody did this for the first time, and they were just like, you know, God, I need you. God, I, I love you. I, I, this is my expression, right? What is our expression when we're cheering somebody on? We're just like, go, right? You've got this. Or our favorite team or, you know, whatever it is. We express ourselves physically by the way that we move and the way that we lift our hands. So there's nothing weird about lifting our hands to a God that can create you, that can sustain you, that can give you life even after you've walked out of it. We can lift our hands to that King. Am I forgetting any today? Is that all of them? Shab yes, Shabbat. We talked about this today and this is a song, this is a, this is an act of praise, recognizing that we're victorious, right? That he is victorious. <laughs> this is a loud shout. This is a moment when we talked about, right, when Jericho came down, God had them shout to do this. And do you think that just the sound of their voice, I mean, shook the walls? I doubt it. It was the fact that they were lifting victory. They were claiming victory for their, in their father's name, right? And the power of his spirit shook those walls through their praise, you guys, there is power in what we're doing in this space. Don't let it just be songs. Don't let it just be a moment. Let it be a lifestyle. Let it be the way that you live and express yourself to your creator. It's the most important thing. I wanna read to you from Colossians um, chapter one. And we've got it on the screen back there, Jesse. There's so much in this and we're not gonna unpack all of it today, but I want you to see that you were created in, in the image of the most high God. And as we read through this verse, you're gonna see, man, that the only thing that matters is that you were created for him and through him. And so all of God's power and all his glory built you from the ground up, modeled you after himself and sustains you and you were created to do one thing, to give him glory. And how do we do that? We live in relationship with him. We live in closeness to who he is. Read this with me. It says, the son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him, that's you. He is before all things, that's you. And in him, all things, that's you, hold together. 
and he is the head of the body of the church. That's you. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. That was you, so that in everything he might have the supremacy, for God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. Let's keep going. And through him to reconcile to himself all things, that's you, whether things on earth, that's you, or things in heaven by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. That's harsh. <laughs> but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy, present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Come on, can we just get a, a shout of praise for that? That gives us this warning, right? If you continue in your faith, establish and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. So we have these words from Paul. He's giving you life through this church. He's telling you what Jesus has done for you. He's telling you what he wants you to step into, step into the light. You know, there's something that happens and there's one more word of praise that we haven't talked about. There's something that happens. If I could have the band kind of come back up. There's something that happens when we join our voices together, right? And if you think about 200 people in this space and the people back home maybe singing to their computer, that sounds weird, but they're praising Jesus, right? If you think about us all doing this thing together, it's called a resonating interval. Everybody say that with me. Resonating interval. Let's try it again. Resonating interval. That's pretty close. Do it again. Resonating interval. What happens is we start all breathing in and out at the same time in order to sing these words. We sing and we stop at the same times, right? We are physically united in these moments. I think the question comes up sometimes, why do we sing in church? Why is this a thing that we do? Why do we put so much energy and focus on this? It's because with just a short phrase of a song, five to 10 words, you can unite a body of thousands of people breathing in and out at the same time, starting and stopping at the same time, their hearts connected to one God at the same time. See, you were created in the image of the most high God so that you can be in a relationship with him. So you can step into the light so that you could praise him with all that you have, not just in song, but everything that you have. The last word of praise that we have not talked about is Zamar. Everybody say it with me, Zamar. And this specifically has to do with music. And I saved this for the last intentionally. I think that we can look at this one and pass over it because, man, some of you might, how many people have a voice in this room? Come on, raise your hands. That's, that's all of you, right? <laughs> how many people have a good voice in this room? Okay. Some of you are confident. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the truth is, is that Zamar is praising God with music. And that can be with an instrument, it can be in song, it can be with your voice. But I don't want you to disregard this one because God gave you a voice for a reason. Do you think that to your creator, 
whether you sing off tune or not, that that matters? Do you think that he's worried about the sound of your voice? Do you believe that maybe if you didn't have a voice, if you were, uh, if, if you lost it, that you couldn't praise God with Zamar anymore? You see, God is worried about your heart. He's worried about where your heart's focus is. If you want to be like Jesus, if you want to be close to Jesus, he says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So if any of you are struggling in this place, if there's moments of doubt or insecurity, or you're just like, man, I just, like, I'm not in this today. I, I just, I don't know how to praise. I, I know that I feel like I'm supposed to, like I'm called to, like the church says I'm supposed to do this, but I just don't know how to do this. I don't think I'm going to. God sees past your physicalities. He sees past your limitations. He's worried about your heart. How many times did Paul say you in that passage? And where he didn't say it, I specified, he's talking about you today. You were created through him and for him. And your soul will not rest, will not be totally satisfied until you connect your heart to his. You see, we're image bearers, church. We bear the image of the most high king. That's how he created us. But man, whatever you spend your time and your resources and your energy on, that's what you'll reflect. So if you want to reflect Jesus, give him praise. Praise is not tied to how you feel always, but it's tied to your heart being connected to him and seeking him out. You can give him praise in the moments after you have messed up after you failed, you can give him praise because it's not about us. <laughs> we sing those words, hallelujah. Praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah. Death has lost its grip on me. He's broken every chain. He's your living hope. Do we actually believe that today? Can we step into that today? Do we believe that he's done those things for you? Do you believe that you can step into those things and sing your halal like he's called you to? Sing your praise and lift up everything you've got because he's worthy. Jesus, in this moment, we wanna drop everything that we've been concerned about at your feet. And Lord, that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. That doesn't mean our jobs don't matter, our family, our relationships, but we accept God that you are bigger than us. We're on our knees before you. And Lord, we choose to lift our hands because we know that we need you. Lord, we choose to join together in corporate song because we want our hearts connected to one King, to one voice to one spirit and that is yours lord we choose to lift up shouts of praise and shouts of victory for what you have done what you're going to do <laughs> and what you're doing in this moment we choose to be thankful god for who you are who you say you are and what you're going to do we choose to put our minds God at your feet and, and just ask you to mold and shape us to be more like you. 
Jesus, we unify our hearts around you. You are the center today.